You got to fuel your fire somehow. You got to fuel your gaming edge. And you got to have something where you can eat and still play. Yeah, I mean, well, if you get your hands all nasty, like, you know, you're eating a bunch of Cheetos, and, you know, that can really fuck with your controller. Not just, like, you know, visually, but, like, the dust gets in the controller and messes with the innards. You are listening to Trophy Horse with your host, Tricky Mick, Alex, I yield to no one, Steve, and Sid. everyone and welcome to trophy horse this is episode 473 and yield before we talk about anything else we gotta bring up what everyone on the internet is talking about what everyone on tiktok what everyone on twitch is talking about and that is our momentous thursday last week in rocket league are, are the people even ready to hear about it yield i i don't know they better be sitting down because this this is this is kind of a shocker well, I mean... Not really a shocker, because, you know, we've done well before. There have been weeks, we you know, when we've lost two games, three games. We've, you know, just had kind of some dominating performances. But but this week, this past week, was just particularly dominant. It was. We started off really good and finished strong. Our, our record for the night was 9-0. and We went 9-0. and Nine wins, zero losses. And, you know, for, like I said, not too surprising with a, a squad like me, you, Homer, and Gareth. But... Also, for the fact that, you know, the way matchmaking in Rocket League works, and, you know, there are good players around the world, it's, you know, going 9-0 and isn't an easy thing to do. No, no, it's not. And especially, it was what? Our fourth, fifth game? We started off at 0-2 and came back and won it in overtime? And, you know, the this past, this past week was particularly sweet because, you know, we had a rough week last week. We had a losing record. We came back this week and beat some particularly mouthy teams that wanted to mouth off to us, and we we put them in their place. We showed them we showed them in the door, and they said, "Hey, you don't belong here with us." Especially the last team that was funny because for the for the most part, we're always nice. You know, people do a nice save, nice shot. You know, we're in the chat going, "Hey, that was good." You know, bravo, bravo. Well, you will do what a save to you know to congratulate people on nice saves because you know. If people, you know, watch us on Twitch, they know that you will give credit for nice saves. Oh, yeah. I try to avoid that because a lot of times that can be taken as, like, being a dick about things. I, I try to wait until they actually do the save. <laughs> you know, if somebody does an excellent save, I try to hurry up and hit it so that way they don't feel like it's a dig. And if I miss my opportunity and we score, I'm like, well, you don't say it now because now it's it might be considered a dig. But, man, once the door's kicked open, it's all fair game then. We hope you all joined us this past week on Twitch for Rocket League Thursday. But if you didn't, and you want to, you know, see what we're all about on you want you want to see how how skilled we are. If we can actually walk the walk and talk the talk every Thursday at seven p.m. Actually, I think it's going to be Wednesday this week. Uh, we still got to figure out a few things with, with Homer, but normally it's Thursdays. But this week, I think it'll be a Wednesday due to some conflicting schedules. Uh, seven p.m. Twitch.tv/slash Proving Gamer. So, uh, and we've got more to talk about in the realm of Rocket League. But before we get to the news. We got to tell you about, we got to just update our trophy count for the week. Uh, I'll start off since Tricky is not here this week. Tricky's always a good place to start. Level 606, 
Total trophy count of 13,928 with a platinum count of a 254. I am level 442, total trophy count of 7,281. Platinum count of 110 in 109 games. Yield? Level 441, trophy count of 7,203, and a plat count of 119. So it seems that after weeks and weeks of you adding a platinum to the stack that your brother, I know your brother got a platinum this week, but it looks like you were a little bit stagnant this week. Well, I was hoping to be able to finish Spyro, and I just wasn't able to do it today. I was helping, uh, this afternoon, I was helping uh, Homer get his Platinum and Strange Brigade, and I was also helping the Brain76 uh, grab his co-op trophies in Strange Brigade, so. Lots of Strange Brigade going on. No, no, the, 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 the record of five, four weeks in a row has now come to an end which I knew was going to come to an end sooner or later. It's bound to happen, yeah. You can't keep up that pace. You can't keep up that pace, you know, forever. And it was good because you were helping other people in the community. And by that, I mean, say, like, you know, your your, your actual family members, uh, not just friends, but family members, get their, their platinum trophies. I also helped uh, Nitro get his Wreckfest platinum after uh, we got done with Rocket League. Because yeah, Nitro was asking in the chat, like, hey, Yield, do you want to you do some running here? After we, uh, not actual running, not going outside and meeting up for a good old run, but, you know, run some running in Wreckfest and driving around. And, you know, that's, I mean, Nitro does a lot for us, so it's good. I'm glad that you were able to get together with him and help him get that platinum trophy. We're thinking about maybe doing a, a Wreckfest gamer night if, if if enough people are interested. We were, after we got, after uh, we, I helped him get his platinum, we did, we were in a private room, just me and him, and we threw some bots in for some wrecking, racing mayhem. And it was like, you know what? This would be fun. Just a bunch of guys just demolition derby and or demo racing just for fun of it. So we'll see if there's enough interest. Since streaming on Twitch is, you know, tricky, helped us all settle that up. It's, it's pretty easy considering all things, you know, we, we, I mean, we could all stream more just whenever we're playing any, any kind of games, but to have more gamer nights than just, you know, say rocket league on Thursdays, that would definitely be good because, not everyone is a, a fan of of Rocket League, and you know having more games out there and us streaming more games would definitely bring in more people. So it's not a bad idea. No, it's not. And we all play enough games to where we can make that happen, and there's enough crossover between us. Yeah. Last but not least, give a shout out uh, to Sid and his trophy count. Sid, one of our favorite people from across the pond. Level 513, total trophy count of 10,180, and a platinum count of 174. So, you know, we've already kind of gotten into this, uh, obviously. We, we play Rocket League Thursdays together at 7, uh, and we've, you know, we've heard that you were playing some Strange Brigade with, with Homer and the Brain, as well as playing some Wreckfest with our good friend Nitro. What else have you been up to in the past week? Uh, a little bit of World of Warships Legends, fired back up Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters the video game remastered, to work on my platinum in that, I got to uh, uh, do the hundred thousand dollar damage. So I'm going through on easy to get that, and then I got to play through on the professional difficulty. Those are about the only couple trophies I'm missing. And hey, actually, uh, that was on sale, I think, in the store recently, and I actually put it in my cart because I was thinking about because I know they took out the online trophies for the remastered edition. Yes, they did, and those were the only trophies that was missing from before was the the online trophies. So I mean that. 
to me, would seem like a decently easy platinum to get. And I, I it's one of those games where I really enjoyed it the first time through because it was canon in the series. And at one point, they actually, I think, considered it to be the the next movie in the Ghostbusters yes. line because all you know everybody was involved with it. Um, also, been playing Spyro Two: Ripto's Rage. Does each each one of those games in that collection has a platinum? Correct. Correct. So it's like it's like the uh, the Sly Cooper trilogy or the um, Ratchet and Clank. I was, I was thinking also the uh, uh, the Crash Bandicoot Insane trilogy. Yes, and then I've also I fired up. Dug out my Vita the other day and fired up uh, Arkham or Batman Arkham Origins Blackgate. Did were you just missing the platinum for, platinum for that, or you were just trying to replay it? Just uh, uh I I hadn't pl- I hadn't even started it yet. Oh well, and I was I was like, you know, I haven't played my Vita in a while. I got a game on here I haven't played. I could platinum. Let's just fire this thing up because it was one of those I was um I'm trying to uh one of my PS3 games Enemy Front. I've been kind of playing it on and off and uh, stumbled across, ah, it was February, I think, that the servers are still going and people are still trying to get to Platinum. So I got hooked up with a group of guys that were helping each other get the online trophies because there's like like three or four trophies that you have to have a group of four. The rest of them you can boost 1v1. So I'm down to just one trophy, which is get to level 26 experience. So I was, uh, I've been trying to kind of get a few more people to all of our times line up to finish this out. And I was kind of waiting one day and didn't really want to dive into anything else. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to fire up my Vita. So that's what I did. And for me, most anything on PlayStation, I've been you know looking through the sales on the PlayStation, the under $20 sales and stuff like that. And the big March sale, I think up to 70% off on that stuff. Nothing really, aside from Ghostbusters, nothing really catching my eye. I did show, uh, point out to Yield that Destroy All Humans 2 is a, a sub $4, but apparently Yield had already bought it and actually plans to play it here uh, in a little bit for to get another, snag another platinum in the uh, Destroy All Humans series. Yep. So most of my play has been on the Switch. Uh, going back again to Mario Odyssey, I've got pretty much all the power moons I'm going to get, except for the power moon for the darker side which is the hardest moon in the game uh mostly just going back back through now and collecting the purple coins about halfway through that journey and i've got you know a cleanup of like three purple coins per per kingdom so you know i'm coming i'm winding down super mario odyssey and uh yeah i just really haven't been playing a ton this past week except for some rocket league they had the the llama rama the second version of that where they had new fortnite items in the shop and, or at least new challenges that you could earn fortnite uh, customizables, customizables for your car, which was, you know, tied into our Thursday night Rocket League. So yeah, I mean, for right now, it's just not not a whole lot for me going on as far as the PlayStation universe goes. But you know, hopefully that'll change in the coming months because I would definitely like something to play on Sony's console. I mean, I would love to be able to play Ratchet and Clank on the PS5, but you know, with shortages of superconductors, I just don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah, but. Even if I don't have a new game to play on the PS5, you'll, you shared this with all of us this past week. The new trailer for Rocket League Season 3 has come out. And it has. In which it seems there will be, at least partway through the season, some kind of event tied into NASCAR and uh, and, and Formula 1 racing. So, uh, you pointed this out to me that, you know, hey, because I, I had kind of been like, eh, like I... 
to me, I'm not a huge fan of NASCAR. In fact, I, well, I, don't, I shouldn't say I'm not a fan of NASCAR at all. Like, I, I don't watch it at all. Um, just I've never been interested. So, just not for me. But to me, it seems like, you know, theming something around, like, the, obviously Rocket League is a game about sports, a mashup between sports, soccer, and, and cars. And then to me, like, just adding in a theme around, like, another brand of sports racing is just kind of like, ugh. This just feels kind of lazy and like, yeah, we'll take your money, NASCAR and Formula One, just to feature these events. But you were quick to point out that those events or the, all that stuff is set for May, whereas the new season of Rocket League starts April 7th. So hopefully uh, it's just kind of a tie-in event and it's not actually themed, the, the entire season is themed around that. Um, we don't know what season three is themed around, um, but I mean, I know there was some disappointment around season two and the whole music implementation. At least with us. Yeah, I, I mean, Homer said on Facebook when you posted about this, uh, or the, uh, you posted the trailer, that, you know, anything had to be better than Season 2. I kind of hope they go back to just random items instead of trying to theme everything around music or car racing or whatever. The the article that's linked in here, it, it, uh, it does kind of sound like that maybe it is kind of racy-themed. At least they said... Uh, See the articles from IGN, Adam Bankhurst, the author. The DHF stadium is getting kind of refitted to like a circuit where there's like a track around it and the pa- and all the pageantry found trackside during a championship Sunday. So a- at least that an instance is going to be uh, kind of race themed. And the car that we're supposed to get is called the, where'd it go? The Tyrano. There you the go, Tyrano. So, I, I, I like, I like that, that we're getting a different car. I kind of wish that, like, the F1 and the NASCAR wasn't a, a paid one, but I understand it. That, that's how, you know, they made their partnership, so they're going to get their money back. On if you want it, you're going to pay for it. So yeah, well, they had a tweet from Rocket League, the official Rocket League Twitter account that says, "Start your engines." Season three hits the starting line on April seventh. Get ready to celebrate the art of racing, featuring DFH Stadium, plus new cars, items, challenges, more. Plus, at NASCAR and at F1, we'll also be speeding onto the track in May. So I mean, they said they've kind of changed the look of DFH Stadium a little bit, obviously. Um, going to have more of like a championship racing feel to it. And, you know, Dion Fields, which is the track, the field revealed as part of season two, there was obviously the whole music theme that fit well, very well into that. So, I mean, this may in fact be a sign that yes, it's going to be more like professional sports racing or who knows with, you know, it being springtime and there being, you know, more sports on TV, like, and people are getting outside more, maybe they decided this, the best possible theme for season three would be sports in general and maybe just nascar fits that into that but there's also i do uh from the article and it's and you mentioned it but alongside these new cars celebrating nascar and formula one the rocket league team is also adding a speed demon of its own in the uh tyranno this new master of dash with a dominant hit box is part of the season three rocket pass which will get a full event reveal next week so uh obviously with every rocket pass we get a brand new car model and the uh tyranno uh we can only hope that it's actually tied to a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Like, this is going to be dinosaur-themed in Season 3. That'd be really cool. That would be cool. But, yeah, it seems like high speed and, and 
high speed racing is is kind of going to be the tie at least partially for season three. But yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to season three. I'm not. I think Homer was ready to dive in on the Rocket Pass because he skipped the second season. Me, I'm probably going to sit back and just wait and see what comes along. But uh, I mean, Yield, are you getting ready to? Are you ready to invest in season three, or are you kind of like me and it's like, well, we'll we'll see what comes up because I. The the rewards are really the reason that you want to invest in season three because I mean you can play Rocket League regardless you don't have to buy into the Rocket Pass to play Rocket League no you don't have to I I bought into this Rocket Pass I wasn't going to buy into this Rocket Pass I wasn't thrilled about it you got into it so I was like all right I'll get into it that way you're not into it not into it yourself um the only thing I really liked out of this one was uh the cars okay I like the subwoofer wheels that that beat with the bass of whatever song's playing. And I like the goal score, the two goal scores, especially the light show. And then there was a monsoon rocket trail that goes with your monsoon goal score that we got in season one. Don't forget the hieroglyphics paint job. That was one that was kind of way out there, like nothing to do with music, just but a really cool style for cars, regardless. So I I like those two, but I wasn't real thrilled thrilled with this season. So I'm hoping that this one goes back to kind of more cool. Um, I'll probably get into it. But I always, I always take the first couple of days, and I always just kind of, all right, jump into the rocket pass and scroll all the way up to level ninety, and what what is scheduled up to ninety? Is there a lot of cool things? Is there not a lot of cool things? It's kind of what I would do because to me, I have to, even though I've got enough credits now that I can, I can basically, as long as I get to level ninety every season, I basically pay for the next season. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not really out anything by getting into it other than I just need to make sure I get to level 90. But I, I you know, I want to feel like I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah, I mean, the important thing to remember also is that, one, you don't have to buy into the Rocket Pass. You can yeah. still play regardless. And also they do tend to have events peppered inside each season. Like, we had the Lucky Lanterns, we had the two Fortnite Llama Rama kind of events also in there, which is really cool. There was, like, an NFL, or a, a big game-themed um, event tied around the Super Bowl. But, uh, yeah, I, I was kind of thinking for the next season they could do, like, something surrounding Easter, because they do like to do a lot of those, like, federal holidays. But Easter's on the 4th of April this year, so... And the new season doesn't start until the 7th, so I don't know if they're actually going to do one for Easter. But yeah, I mean, I'm sure they'll do events in between that aren't necessarily, even if you didn't like the music theme or like if you didn't want like a NASCAR theme, I'm sure there are going to be events in there. Well, I'm sure I, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a baseball theme this year at some point. I know opening, I know opening day is soon, but they could still do something at All-Star break or something. Yeah, or maybe the season is going to be th- like themed around sports in general and there'll be a baseball thing and a foot like a... um. Not a football, but baseball, a racing thing. You know, who knows? They can do all kinds of stuff. We we will still, even if it's a little disappointing, we will still love Rocket League and we will still play every single week because we, we have so much fun with it. Very much in the way that Tricky has had so much fun with the Outriders demo and has tried to get us into that, uh, even if, Yield, I'm assuming... trying. No, I have not. I, I did watch the trailer. I did look at the trailer this week and I'm just, just kind of like, eh, I... I don't know. I was, uh, it, the trailer did not leave me sold on it. Yeah, and you know, as we get closer and closer to the launch of Outriders, which I think is this week, is it April first this comes out. Uh, yes, Outriders is out on April first. Um, 
the developers of Outriders took to Steam on their little Outriders blog to outline some of the stuff that we can look forward to in the game. And one of the things that really caught your eye, or I guess they caught Tricky's eye, because Tricky's actually the one who made this agenda, is the policies in regards to cheating and hacking in the game. Obviously, when you play online, this is going to be an issue, and you know, hopefully it's not really that many players that this, uh, that, you know, try to use underhanded tactics to gain advantage of the game, because that just ruins it for everyone. It makes it no fun. So I'm going to take this from the Steam blog for Outriders that was posted, and there's going to be a lot of reading here. So uh, since demo launch this week has been a hotly debated topic, um, and that talking about policy on cheating and hacking, so we wanted to provide some perspective on it as well as outline our policy regarding cheating and hacking going forward. Uh, for context, at time we reached around 2 million players. We identified 200 people, uh, 200 players who had clearly cheated in a percentage terms. That's 0.01%. Uh, we can see you all, yes, even the person who gave himself, themselves 600 legendary weapons. That's, that's fucking bold. 600? How many? We don't even have time to use all of those. We trust that this percentage will not grow by much as we move through and beyond launch, but below are the steps we will take to ensure the legit players will not have their fun spoiled as a result of cheaters. Repercussions of being identified as having used cheats. Repercussions are account-wide, not character-specific. You will not be able to matchmake with legit players. Matchmaking will likely take significantly longer. You will still be able to play solo. Uh, it seems by that saying that you can't match with legit players, it seems like there's going to be a cheater's pool, as other games have done in the past. Yeah. Uh, again, you will still be able to play solo. In future, your uh, heads-up display will have a discrete but visible watermark placed on it so that gameplay footage created on this account can be readily identified as coming from a flagged account. Kind of like a scarlet letter there, I guess. All accounts will be checked for evidence of cheat use on launch day, April 1st, and then regular intervals thereafter. Any account logs found on, have evidence of cheating on them on or after launch day will be permanently branded. You will be, you, if you cheated during the demo just to try it out, but wish to go on to the main game unbranded, you must delete all characters and items on your entire account in order to wipe the slate clean. You should not carry over any progress between demo and main game if you previously cheated, but do not plan to do so in the main game. What is considered cheating? Intentionally running the game on PC without easy anti-cheat, or EAC. Modifying game, fi game files to enhance a character, levels, skills, inventory, etc. Externally modifying game time to reduce time-dependent features such as vendors and challenges. Using a trainer program or similar to gain advantages within the game, using gameplay altering programs such as aimbots or wall hacks. Individual players who are found to be uh, to be being regularly kicked by multiplayer hosts shortly after joining may also be manually reviewed as an additional anti-cheat slash anti-grief safeguard. Using performance tweaking software such as RevaTuner, for example, is to improve personal game experience is not considered cheating. Farming is not considered cheating, even though the amount of battery in that captain underwent could be considered unethical rip that captain uh i'm assuming that's kind of an inside joke with the game uh we reserve the right to update and change this policy in the future so it seems like you know the people at ubisoft and the people who develop outriders are taking cheating very seriously which again even though there is a seemingly a small amount of people who cheated within the people who tried out the demo man it can spoil the fun real quick yeah and i i hope I'm glad they're taking these steps. The only thing that I hope doesn't happen is somehow legit people get branded as cheaters. Yeah. I mean, that that's going to happen every once in a while, but hopefully they have the systems in place to, to, to minimize that at least, and people can 
appropriately appeal if they've been wrongly accused of cheating. Uh, I want to do want to correct an error. Uh, Ubisoft is not the one. They're not the publishers of this. Uh, Square Enix is the publisher. And uh, the developers, of course, people can fly. Famous for, you know, among other games, the Bulletproof. Um, this, wait, wait, bulletproof. Um, Bulletstorm. Bulletstorm was the game. So yeah, they were famous for the Bulletstorm game. So they are have had their hands in the first-person shooter, the hectic first-person shooter franchise before. So I'm I'm sure that they, as Tricky has said here, that they have made quite uh quite the fun experience here and you know just the being able to hone and, and keep an eye on that that multiplayer scene to keep that alive and keep people coming back and you know have another place for people to turn for online play um we can only hope that much that uh, the square enix is focusing all its energies in the, in the right place so uh yield are you with the the full game coming out here within within the next week are you are you planning to dip into the demo before the game comes out, or is it going to be a game that you pick up later on when it's, you know, on the cheap? Honestly, I really don't know. Well, because, I mean, I made the point before, but there's not really a lot to play for the PlayStation right now. I mean, they, they're running constant sales, you know, all the time, every month, but just, I don't know, nothing's hitting with me, and I know you've, you know, gone back to, to help other people with games, and you played the Spyro Reignited Trilogy, which, you know, came out a few years ago, so it's not like you're playing anything new right now. No, no, no. I've got, I've got plenty of games in my backlog that I'm still trying to work through. Um, the only thing that I've got for sure coming that I'm purchasing in the future, I've got, uh, the complete saga for Lego Star Wars on pre-order. It's supposed to be out, I think, late spring. That's really about it. I don't really think there's anything that's been announced that's coming out that uh that I plan on purchasing. Um uh well let's see here. Um Immortals Phoenix Rising and Kenya Bridge of Spirits and Ratchet and Clank, I plan on all getting those on the five. Well more I guess maybe the, the five version of Immortals Phoenix Rising isn't out yet, but that game obviously has been out for quite like quite some time. It, it has, it has. But I mean I plan on getting all those for the five. So for four wise, I don't really know. The next big game that I think I might purchase will be uh, Horizon Two, unless something pops up that I'm like, "Ooh, that sounds cool." But as of things that we know that's coming up soon, I can't recall anything. And with you know Sony focused so much on the PlayStation Five, a little bit of a dead period for the PlayStation Four until some of those you know those games that are going to be both on the five and the four come out. Uh, we had Miles Morales back at the end of last year, but until one of those other big games come out, like, like I said, Horizon, it may be a little bit of a dead time on the PS4, but, you know, even with the little bit of staleness we've got going on and a little, little bit of a, a gap in new content to play on the 4 as far as, like, first-party stuff goes, there is a game that launched last summer that continues to get shown a lot of love, and that being Ghost of Tsushima. Uh, of course, from Sucker Punch production, Productions, if you know, if you listen to the podcast before, you know Yield and I are both huge fans of that game. Loved it. My, it was my personal personal game of the year. Uh, yeah. So there was no shortage of love for Ghost of Tsushima, and we even shared a story. Uh, I can't remember if it was last week or a couple weeks ago when you know uh, a couple a couple prominent members from the team actually became um, tourism ambassadors for the actual island of Tsushima. So just a lot of cool stories surrounding ghosts, and here we have another one from Deadline. Here and there, we we see you know stuff. Uh, we talked about the Last of Us TV show that's it's kind of in the works right now. 
recently. And we've got another Sony property here that is actually going to hit the big screen. So uh, this comes from Deadline.com, and the headline is Sony and PlayStation Productions Developing Ghost of Tsushima Movie with John Wick's Chad Stahelski Directing. So Sony Pictures and... um, Quote, Sony Pictures and PlayStation Productions are developing a film adaptation of the hugely successful action-adventure game Ghost of Tsushima with Chad Stahelski attached to direct. The game recently crossed a massive milestone of selling over 6.5 million copies since its July 2020 debut. Uh, Stahelski, Alex Young, and Jason Spitz are producing through their company 8711 Entertainment. Asad, Asad Kilabash and Carter Swan will produce on behalf of, of PlayStation Productions. Sucker Punch Productions will serve as executive producers. Peter Kang is overseeing the project on behalf of the studio. And, it, you know, the article reminds us, you know, just how successful Ghost was, at least in its initial release. Uh, Ghost of Tsushima is PlayStation 4's fastest-selling first-party original IP debut, selling more than 2.4 million units worldwide in the first three days. So, I mean, Sony and Sucker Punch set them up for success pretty well from the get-go. The story, you know... Like I said, it started off like where the story wasn't a super strong point within the game, but as Jin, you know, grew and we saw him, you know, look more inward as opposed to leaning on the code of the samurai, the story definitely got better, you know, as his interactions with his group grew, all his friends, that that just added to the story. So by the end, like I, the story was great and just how uh, Jin and his friends like taking on the Mongol threat on Tsushima, like the way they all grew personally and together and just inwardly also. And the decisions they had to make where it's not like, well, hey, it's all about honor and everything. Like, you actually, they had to put some thought into it and they had to decide what is actually the right way to tackle this as, you know, as opposed to being told and following an honor code. That just made the story, it just gave it far more layers, gave it far more depth, and it it made it far more enjoyable by me or for me. Where, you know, at the start, it was like, gameplay is great, world is beautiful, like everything looks great, but the story is kind of eh, character kind of eh. By the end of it, I just loved every bit of that game. I could see where this this can actually make a good transition from video game to movie because I mean it does say that they're they're following the movie plot. Well, I mean it, there is a very cinematic look to Ghost of Tsushima, and we all know that samurai movies have a you know there are a lot of people who follow and want to see samurai movies you know that Hollywood produces. So so I mean there's just even. You know, the bulk of that game, in essence, was all of its side missions and its tales that you could do. And that really helped make the game. But you, I could very easily see making a good two and a half hour movie on just the plot of the Mongols invading and the samurai defending the island or taking back the island. Yeah, I mean, more so than probably, I mean, The Last of Us, honestly, the more I think about it, that game fits so well, not so well in a movie format, but a television format, something like The The Walking Dead comes to mind. That, that to me, you know, it just fits perfectly in that format. And something like Ghost of Shima, this, I mean, there's there's a lot of good things about this, but I think that if, it, more so than most other Sony franchises, this would be a great movie. I mean, you think about, like, Shadow of the Colossus and Bioshock, like, Bioshock is not a Sony franchise. It was on Sony consoles, but it's obviously not a Sony franchise. It's Take Two, but you've heard like mo- like they're wanting to do movies like that. Um, Uncharted is another one that would fit really well within a movie. Like you could do a great like Indiana Jones style adventure with that. But stuff like Shadow of the Colossus, Bioshock doesn't really 
yes, I would. Part of me wants to see those made into movies, but it doesn't really fit that well into the format. Whereas Ghost of Tsushima, like this, is almost like catered, like perfectly molded to be a movie. It's like you don't have to put a lot of effort to think about how this could be a movie. It just, it just fits. It just works. It just like it just makes sense from the get go, and. Hopefully this is one of those those properties that doesn't, you know, oh, it's coming out to be a movie, it doesn't sputter out and die. And hopefully they actually, you know, make a good movie out of it, you know, with people from Sony and Sucker Punch within Sony helping, you know, helm this thing. Like, I, I have faith. I have a lot of faith that they can make this good because it just, it's almost like, how do you screw this up? I mean, yes, with any movie, it's like, yes, it can easily be screwed up, but it just it just seems perfect for it. So it seems tailor-made to be a movie. Not just a video game, but a movie. So, I, I I don't know. I'm I'm here for it. I'll be there for it if they release it. I'll watch it. Lots of good news coming out of Sony. Maybe not a ton of new games for the four, but a lot of good news coming out of Sony here. Uh, this article coming from IGN: PlayStation patents the ability to add trophies to older emulated games. A quote from Jordan Oleman: Sony has patented the ability to add trophies to older emulated games, potentially allowing the reward system to be to title to add. The rewards to be added to titles that predate the trophy system. Trophy system, of course, introduced on the PlayStation 3 partway through the PlayStation 3's life cycle. Uh, the patent was published on March 18th and spotted by the Bartman uh, 013 on the Gaming Leaks and Rumors subreddit. So, uh, not really much else to tell. Uh, patents, you know, they pop up all the time. Uh, Jordan does mention that Sony had previously patented a similar system that would allow PlayStation 1 and PlayStation 2 games to uh, be tied to the trophy system and nothing ever came of that and maybe this is just an update to that but you know i mean this this is even if nothing ever comes of this as you know happens with a lot of patents like this is still fun to talk about and if they can actually pull this off like i'm all for it you know you know with the be legit levi is not only encouraging people to play new games you know current games on the four or the five but also Hey, go back and play older games, like even, you know, retro, like on the Super Nintendo, the original Nintendo, Dreamcast, like all that kind of stuff. And if people can go back and play games again, you know, on older PlayStation consoles on the one or on the two and get rewarded by that with trophies, then that's fantastic. I mean, that may, you know, people like I understand trophies aren't important to everyone, but they are really important to some people. And if people can, you know, go back and play a game and earn trophies that way, that's just even more incentive to crack out some of your older games. Um, last, uh, I do want to read one more thing from the article. Uh, Jordan does note, uh, quote, one of the most interesting parts of the patent is a section which talks about physical rewards and describing the trophy awarding process. The patent says the following, this may be done by transmitting an electronic trophy or sending a notification that the physical award, such as a t-shirt, accessory, or other physical merchandise has been earned by the player. Of course, we earn rewards by earning trophies now through Sony Rewards and getting, you know, potentially, essentially, cash to use to buy games on the PlayStation Network. Yeah, I mean, this this idea of being able to earn trophies from older games that weren't originally intended to have trophies is a cool idea. Oh, yeah. It'll definitely entice people to play older games if you can get trophies. And, well, Yield, are there any games you can think of on the PS2 or the PS1 that you would want to go back and earn some trophies on? Oh, I'm sure there is. It, it would depend on what game would pop up. I mean, nothing really pops into my head, but you start, you know, dangling or shaking, dangling trophies around, and it might be, ooh, I'd like to play that again, because, you know, 
I mean, I went and bought the Burnout remaster just because of how good Burnout was. And, you know, a lot of the things, like a lot of games that I played on the PS2 or the PS1 have been re-released, you know, on the new digital stores. Like, you know, the or they've had collections like Sly Cooper and Ratchet and Clank. You've had games like Okami and Psychonauts have trophies added to them. So, I mean, a lot of the older games, yeah, I mean, they've been re-released, but and and have added trophy lists added to them, which is a nice little feature. But, you know, again, you think about how many games, something as obscure as Bloody Roar, like back in the day, or the first, or Soul Blade, the first, like, edition in, or first game in the Soul Calibur series. Like, there's a lot of games that haven't been re-released, and it'd be nice if, if Sony could find a way. I don't know if it's just first Sony first-party titles, or if, you know, they would get other publishers involved in this, or if their technology would be allowed to add, you know, other games from other publishers. But, I mean, yeah, there's, there's speculation this creates as to, you know, Get your your mind thinking. Well, there's nothing really that I want to play right now. But hey, you know, there's these old PS1 and PS2 games that. Well, what if I could get trophies for those? Like, what if I could get trophies for War of the Monsters? Like, that'd be great. Well, that would be absolutely awesome. What if I could get trophies for the original Warhawk? What if I could get trophies for for Twisted Metal Two? Well, we can get trophies for the original Warhawk. No, I'm talking about the PS1. Oh, you mean the original Warhawk? Yes, I'm sir. Sorry. Oh, yeah, that would be cool. As as usual, the patent, patents, you know, nothing may ever come of them, but there's always some, some very fun and interesting things to talk about in the uh, in the patent applications and the, you know, the, the, the patent well, the, the rumor mill surrounding all the patents. Lastly here, we are going to tackle, Tricky put this under the topic of the week section, but I don't really know that this is, you know, a huge topic that we're going to have a lot to talk about, uh, the BAFTA Awards. Um, Adam Bankhurst at IGN has compiled a list of the BAFTA Award winners, and uh, we're just going to share them with you. Uh, Yield, if you want to talk about any of this, you, you're certainly welcome to pop in. Um, it is important to note that these are, you know, uh, it's a full list of winners for the BAFTA Game Awards 2021, but these are games released last year. Yield, are you ready for the full list of winners? I'm ready. So the best game, Hades, British game, Sackboy A Big Adventure, Animation, The Last of Us Part 2, Artistic Achievement, Hades, Audio Achievement, Ghost of Tsushima, Debut Game, Carrion, which is one of those games that Stephen Fontana recommended, Evolving Game, Sea of Thieves, a Jeff Hanna favorite, Family Game, Sackboy A Big Adventure, Game Beyond Entertainment, Animal Crossing New Horizons. And that makes sense because obviously with when Animal Crossing hit right as the pandemic was basically, you know, in full effect and people were starting to be told, hey, you're not working for right now or you're working from home. Uh, Animal Crossing was a great way. Like escapism, perfectly, probably the best example of escapism we've seen in a long, long time. And as someone who has played Animal Crossing and still plays Animal Crossing to this day, it's just, it's an enjoyable little experience. Very laid back, but fun game. Uh, music, Marvel, Spider-Man, Miles Morales. Narrative, Hades. Original property, Kentucky Route Zero, TV edition. Performer in a lead role, Laura Bailey as Abby in The Last of Us Part Two, And Laura Bailey, you know, despite all the great performances that we see in The Last of Us Part Two, and, you know, even some of those characters carrying over from the original game, beloved characters be damned. Laura Bailey's getting so much credit for her role as Abby, which, I mean, is very due. She did a great job as Abby. In The Last of Us Part 2, I don't want to say that I like Abby as a person or as a character, but I think that the emotion 
that Laura Bailey put into that character is, and just the skill with which she, you know, did her job, definitely, definitely deserving of an award and recognition, because she did great. Performer in a supporting role, Logan Cunningham as Hades, Achilles Poseidon, Asterius, Sharon, and the storyteller in Hades. Man, Logan Cunningham. Busy guy. Logan, Ken- Logan Cunningham pulling an Eddie Murphy here in The Nutty Professor and playing all these roles. EE Game of the Year, voted by the public, The Last of Us Part 2. Shenanigans! So The Last of Us Part 2 winning yet another Game of the Year award. Uh, but Hades, overall, coming out as the big winner. Sackboy, a big adventure, getting some love. And then, of course, Ghost Shishima, Audio Achievement Award, which, you know, again, lends to the fact that it could be a great movie. So we'll see what they do there. You know, do you take any umbrage with any of these picks? Uh, I, I'm only doing this to stoke the fire because I really have I haven't played The Last of Us 2 and didn't really have a desire to play The Last of Us Part 2. Um, Ghost of Tsushima, Game of the Year. Yeah, I mean, you were a guy going to die on that hill. We'll stoke that bonfire, throw gasoline on that fire for as long as we exist. And Until I play The Last of Us Part 2, yes. And, okay, I don't think that's going to change anything. Cause... Probably not, because you've played them both, and you say Ghost of Tsushima is a better game. Yes. The Last of Us Part 2 has better writing, and it has far deeper, more enriched, and more emotion-evoking characters. But the gameplay in Ghost of Tsushima is worlds above The Last of Us Part 2. And I think that the quality of the story and the narrative in Ghost of Tsushima, which obviously is, is being filmed for a movie, maybe not in the filming stage yet, but it's going to be turned into a movie, it's good. It's really good, too. And I think the combination, it's just a more well-rounded game, whereas The Last of Us Part 2 is, is so heavily regarded, not necessarily because of its gameplay, but because of its risk writing. And that's really what puts it overboard. But I think that the Ghost of Tsushima, one, is a better game as far as gameplay goes, but also is a more well-rounded game. So that's that's why I say that. But yeah, I mean, it, for me and you, it's Ghost of Tsushima, but as someone who's played both of them, I would say The Last of Us Part Two. I can't argue against it winning Game of the Year awards. It, with how many it's won, it's, it's deserving. You can't... You may not agree with all the decisions that were made as far as the narrative that goes in that game and how things played out, but I think that Naughty Dog expected that they maybe not to the level of hate that they got and some of the the threats and everything which were completely uncalled for never that's never needed um but they achieved what they wanted to see, achieve they told the story that they wanted to tell and they very clearly evoked some really really powerful emotions so I think that Naughty Dog wrote the story they wanted to and it was a good story and they made us whether you love the characters whether you hated the characters they made you feel and they made you feel pretty deeply. And some of that stuff cut really deeply. And that's just a sign that Naughty Dog did their jobs. That's they did. They accomplished what they wanted to accomplish. So, again, maybe don't agree with all the story beats, but they certainly deserve recognition and awards for what they did. Yeah. So that covers the BAFTA Awards, the two thousand, the twenty twenty one BAFTA Awards, which recognize video games from the previous year. All right, yield. Well, that is going to be. Uh, the end of the show here unless i can find some questions from the trophy horse chat which i think tricky posted but oh actually no we do have a one question here from david what books or movies would you like to be turned into a game i would love to play a great justice league open world game 
This question actually was posted really, really soon before we started recording, so Yield and I haven't actually had any time to think about this, but Yield, are there any movies that come to mind? I know that Mad Max was a movie, a game that was turned, a movie franchise, obviously, and then once Free Road came out, they released a video game based on that, and I think you played some of that, correct? I did. I, I enjoyed the, the Mad Max game. I mean... It was enjoyable because of how big the map was, the vehicular combat, and what you could do. If you just stuck straight to the story, you'd blow through it real quick. It, it, the 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 story in itself wasn't the greatest. It was everything that you could do in the world that made the game fun. Um, I really don't have a book that I would like turned into a game. Most of the books that I read stuck with Star Wars. And so there's already plenty of Star Wars games out there. Yeah, one of my favorite books is The Outsiders, and I don't really think that that classic book would translate well to a video game. Although Moby Dick, like playing as a, a monstrous whale, would be definitely be a lot of fun for me. I know they had the, the movie come out uh, in the heart of the sea a few years back with Chris Hemsworth, which I still haven't seen to this day, and I would like to see it. But yeah, a Moby Dick game on like the five. For me, just being able to play as a, a giant sea monster would be really cool. A destructive sea monster feel super powerful. But also something like Jaws. Jaws is one of my favorite movies of all time. And, you know, obviously there was the Jaws game for the NES. I never, pl- I never played it, but we've got stuff like Maneater out these days, which a lot of people seem to really enjoy. But some, you know, a Jaws video game, I think that would be really cool. That would that would work really well. Obviously, I like my creature features. So yeah, something about Moby Dick, or or I guess would be the literary one, and then Jaws, the the movie tie-in one, which you know we we see the theme here that Alex loves movies involving giant monsters. I mean, maybe you could do a. Uh, oh, I'm drawing a blank. What the book's called now? Oh, it wasn't. I enjoyed the movie. Never read. The, never read the book. But uh, a maximum overdrive might might make a good type of, of survival game where you have to survive against vehicles that have come to life. I was going to say, if you could just kind of expound upon that, because I'm not familiar with that. Yeah, the basis of and it was based on a Stephen King book, but the basis of the movie was a asteroid you know, buzzed by Earth, and then it turned all of the, it turned all of your, the vehicles and appliances to life, and they killed, started killing people. And so the whole base of the movie was them trying to survive. Like, there were semi-trucks trying to run people over. It was, yeah, I... That's kind of, I mean, maybe not to the degree, but it's kind of almost like a Transformers movie, because, you know, Machines coming to life, and or alien machines coming to our planet, and trying some of them trying to protect us, others trying to destroy us. That is true. I didn't think of it that way. Also, want to give uh, some more love to the community, uh, Homer, with a few postings here. Uh, definitely, congratulations to him on his Stranger Grade Platinum. Also, Homer it seems has been busy buying some games, and uh, he's uh, he made a post about thirteen hours ago. Uh, Homer's swap shop haul yesterday, and he paid for it's less than ten bucks for looks like the uh, Rage and for Fable Three. It looks like he also got Metro Redux and Tales of Zestiria. 
It's a good haul. So, I mean, yeah. Ten bucks. I mean, I'm struggling to play some games here, or start struggling to find some, some games to play, but Homer's like, yeah, I can't hold everything that I got to play. All right, Yield, are you ready to wrap up this edition, the 473rd edition of Trophy Horse? Yes. Let's head into some shout-outs. We cannot get out of here. We cannot close up shop, ring the bell, until we give out some love, give out some shout-outs. Yield, why don't you start us off, sir? So I remember a shout-out from a few weeks ago. A shout-out to Dominic. I had found a code on the back of a Totino's pizza pack that was for something for uh, Call of Duty zombies. Is this, is this, are these like pizza rolls or is this like a Totino's pizza? No, th- this was the actual party pizza. And I had been sitting on it for the longest time, forgot to post it, ran across it the other day, and was like, oh, it's still good. You know, I meant to post this on Facebook. So I just posted it out in the, the, the Facebook group. Hey, first one to say they want it gets it because I don't play Call of Duty. Somebody might as well at least be able to use the code. He was the first one that spoke up. He got it. So shout out to him. Uh, shout out to Gareth for joining us for Rocket League Thursdays. Shout out to Alex and Homer for for uh, our Rocket League Thursdays. Uh, I immediately, I posted it in the Facebook group, but I really wanted to say sorry to those of you who tune in to our Where We're Here. We were here. We were, we were here Wednesdays. Uh, the Brain and I both had something going on Wednesday, and I forgot to post in the group that we were going to be busy. So if you tuned in last week, my bad. We hope to get to it again. You know, you know, someone was sitting there for like an hour. It's like, all right, well, it's got to happen soon. I, I I do know that someone and told him I was sorry. I forgot to post it. That's there. dedication. I hope that that person like was doing other things. Like, you know, Nitro will play video games while having the Rocket League stream on. So, you know, at least he's doing something while he's also listening. Hopefully, hopefully that person wasn't just sitting there staring at a computer screen. I hope not. Um, uh, shout out to Alex for recording tonight. Shout out to Homer and the Brain Seventy Six for Strength Brigade. It's uh, it's been about a year or so since I played it. I, I've pretty much done everything, but tried to go through the game on extreme mode. That's the only trophy I'm missing, and was glad to help Homer get his uh, co-op slash multiplayer trophies. And the Brain jumped in at the right time, and we got most of his co-op trophy so i think and maybe the three of us maybe we'll grab a fourth and when everybody gets comfortable we'll try to run through extreme mode well wait homer get that trophy. homer has the platinum right he does the the extreme trophy they added in after the game was well sometime after the game was so released. it's like the last of us when they added the the grounded trophy post yes it is it, it it was a free dlc pack so to speak and it basically there were three trophies Two of the trophies were tied to photo mode. The third one was tied to uh, extreme difficulty. And then the rest of the trophies were all tied to the DLC story that came out. So I've already played through the DLC story, got all those trophies. I did the photo mode while I was still doing my cleanup for the Platinum. So the only trophy for a true 100% I'm missing is extreme mode, which I don't really want to bash my head in going through it by myself, because you can do it solo. I just figured it'd be a little bit more fun and maybe a little easier if you did it with a group. So, And now since I have a group, instead of trying to do it with total randoms, because you can't just play the last level and, and 
and pop the trophy. You have to play all nine story missions. So instead of trying to just jump in with randoms and, but well, I've already done this one, I haven't done that one, yada yada, you know, a group of us can get together and one, you know, like, like my brother or I could start the save file on our system. That way, if somebody else, like the brain was playing through on normal, it wouldn't, you know, he could play through on whatever difficulty he wanted to play through, but play through with us on extreme and it doesn't mess anything up. So, I mean, we, you've talked about it before. We know you have get togethers with Homer and the brain. You got your little friend group that you, that you love to play games with locally. I think it's once a month, right? Yeah. Do what, what kind of snacks are there? You t- I mean, you mentioned Totinas. Are there Totinas pizzas there? You got pizza rolls there? Do you guys snack while you play? What we do, uh, sometimes it's, it's cheese ball, cookies, brownies. Um, normally our, our easy food of choice is pizza. We normally go Papa John's, local pizza joint. Uh, we've done Subway. Uh, we've done Chinese. So it kind of just depends. I mean, most, most 90, 90, 95% of the time, it's just pizza. That, that's just, that's just the easy thing to order. But we, we've strayed. We, we, we've even cooked burgers and hot dogs one time. The thing about that, though, I mean, the great thing about pizza is you can just have it delivered or you can put it in the oven and, like, you can go back to playing games, whereas, you know, burgers, you know, stuff like that, you have to pay a little bit more attention to on the grill. But well, yeah. when you say cheese ball, do you mean, like, cheese balls, like the little, like, hand snack? Or do you mean, like, a cheese ball, like a, like an appetizer at, like, a fancy party where it's, like, you take crackers and stuff and dip it in the cheese ball? and Yeah, I'm, I'm talking that kind of cheese ball. Mm, well done. Because I remember oh, yeah. back in the day, we would have, like, I think in eighth grade, I would go over, me and a group of friends would always go over to another friend's house, and we would have, like, Friday night gaming sessions, we'd play Mario Party and stuff, and we always, like, his parents would always lay out a tarp with a ton of snacks and stuff. Yeah, you like getting together with your friends, and of course you're there to play video games, but the snacks are very, very important to a friendly video game session. Oh, and also, shout out to all the fans for following us, interacting with us, hanging out, playing games with us. You guys are all awesome. Yep. Before we get out of here, I definitely want to thank the fans, the fuel to the fire of this trip yours. Whether you watch us on Twitch, whether you download the show every week, however you listen, thank you very much for your continued support of us. The show would not continue to exist and to push on. We would not get inch closer and closer to 500 without you all. So thank you all for being the lifeblood of the show. Definitely give a shout out to Gareth for joining us on Rocket League Thursday, also to Homer. And we I don't know if we've announced, but Gareth is now officially part of the Brothers of Destruction, so he is part of our club. So we want to thank Gareth for joining us and for helping propel us to a 9-0 and uh, very, very successful evening of Rocket League this past week. Shout out to Yield for recording tonight and for helping kick some ass in Rocket League. Also want to give a shout out to Nitro, uh, a moderator for us, but also was gifting out subs. I can't remember. Do you remember the name of the of the person that he was gifting sub a sub to this past week? It was one of your rocket league or one of your rock band buddies. Oh, it was uh, skins. So yes, thank you, skins. I don't, I don't, I don't remember the new the numerical ending of it, but it was skins. Yeah, thank you, skins, for for joining the chat this past week, and also to Nitro for gifting some subs to skins. And uh, last but not least, give a shout out to my awesome girlfriend Ashley. Uh, who was downstairs building a, a new table. We got a brand new table for our front hallway to display some stuff, family pictures, and, and you know whatnot, some fancy-looking plants. Um, I was preparing for the show, and she was you know DIYing it herself. Well, I guess not DIY, but building it, building it herself and getting it all set up and looking nice in our hallway. 
uh, had a nice day together. The kids are actually at their dad's house for the week for spring break, so she and I have some time together going out for a date night on Tuesday to one of our favorite restaurants. So uh, looking forward to spending the week with her. I love you, hun. And uh, yeah, that is going to be the end of episode 473. So, I mean, I assume that first of the month, Levi's going to be joining us. Always a good time with Levi. Always a good show. So, I uh, look forward to that next week. But until then, happy trophy hunting. Peace. The theme song is Venus by the band Even off their album Zenith. Permission granted by the band and 12 Stone Records. You can find them on Facebook by going to www.facebook.com slash evenphilippines. Hey everyone, just want to thank you guys again for listening to this episode. And before I get out of here for this week, I want to give you guys a couple ways that you can interact with us. Best way is our Facebook page. There you can go to the Trophy Horse Facebook group and you can post articles, you can post topics for us to talk about, shoot us questions, you can share funny memes, you can talk about what games you've been playing, interesting stuff about you, you can talk about your latest platinum, really any way that you want to interact with us, we would love to have it. So go check out our Facebook page today. You can also shoot us an email. It's trophyhorse at provengamer.com. And we also stream on Twitch. As we talk about on the show, we go play Rocket League every single Thursday at 7 p.m. You can check that out. You can come watch at twitch.tv forward slash provengamer. And hopefully in the future, we'll be able to add more games to Gamer Nights. Uh, but for right now, it's just Rocket League and the off time when Tricky decides that he's going to stream something like Venture Capitalist. If you want to support Trophy Horrors or Proven Gamer on Patreon, you can do that. It's patreon.com forward slash Proven Gamer. Tricky set up all kinds of tiers through which you can support us. Although, if you can, if you don't want to spend any money, if you don't want to support us monetarily, we totally get it. But we would still appreciate your word of mouth, your advertisement. Tell your friends, your family, your coworkers about Trophy Horrors and how much of an awesome PlayStation podcast it is. Really, we would just love to have your endorsement. Another way you can help the show is amazon.com. Now, Amazon.com is just about the easiest way to shop these days. You can shop from your couch. You don't have to spend any gas to get to the, to drive to the store. You don't have to go into a credit store and deal with a bunch of people. So, really, it's the best way to shop. Before you go to Amazon, Amazon.com to buy your Amiibos or your digital download codes or your, your video games or your DVDs, what have you, go to ProvenGamer.com. On the front page, there will be a link to Amazon.com. You click that link, and it will shoot you through hyperspace right to Amazon.com. It's a small step, and it is, you know, it's one extra step in your shopping experience, but we would greatly appreciate if you do that for us because it does help the site tremendously. Well, that is going to be the end of my little spiel here. Thank you all for joining this, us this week. We'll see you guys Thursday for Rocket League on Twitch, and we'll see you guys next Wednesday on the next episode of Trophy Horrors. Have a good night. <laughs>